I think we're recording. All right. Welcome to the first episode of 2023. Um, you know, my prayer for all of us is that this year is gentle and peace-filled for us and our families. And I have a lot to talk about today, so let's get right to it. Welcome to Grief with Grace, the podcast for women healing from loss, trauma, and grief, or who know there's more to life but aren't sure what it is or where to find it. Whatever brought you here, you are not alone. I'm your hostess, Lori Latimer, soul navigator, mystic, intuitive, bereaved mom, and grief and trauma guide. Recreating my own life after a divorce in 2008 and going on to create and live a life I'd only dreamed of after that, I found myself on a new healing journey after my 29-year-old son unexpectedly left this life in January of 2019. So I invite you to grab a journal, a cup of tea, light a candle and get cozy, and allow yourself to be seen, held, soothed, and inspired on your journey to wholeness. Blending the practical with the spiritual, each week my guests and I will inspire you to connect with who you are at soul level so you can find moments of joy in the everyday. Because even on the darkest days, there is joy if you know how and where to look for it. You know, the more I delve into astrology and other things related to the cosmos and the moon and all those yummy things, the more I realize how all of it has such a profound impact on us and how it can support us on our healing journey. And as I say that, something just popped into my mind, my awareness that's been coming up in my meditations recently that I want to be sure to drop in here. Yes, I believe that we are always on a healing journey. I don't believe we're ever as humans fully healed. Like there's no, oh, when I get to this point, I'm healed. I'm done with my healing journey. No. However, in saying that, I also don't believe that we're broken. We don't need to be quote unquote fixed. What I mean when I say a healing journey is that as a soul, we incarnate into human life and we navigate a journey of exploration and growth. That's why our souls choose to come here, to grow, to explore. <laughs> Excuse me. And to me, that's healing. That's evolving. That's growing and ascending. So from our trauma and loss, how can we grow? How can we evolve? What new paths are there to explore that we wouldn't have explored if not for our trauma or loss? Does that make sense? I hope so. And I hope that you will keep that tucked away somewhere inside, because I know from speaking to many of you that you feel broken, that you're always looking for the next thing to quote unquote fix you. And I get it because I did that for a period of time, especially right after my son went to spirit. But the, how do I want to say this? Um, some of my most beautiful experiences have come from a place of exploration and curiosity, not a place of feeling like I needed to be fixed, like there was something wrong with me or something broken. We are all imperfectly perfect or perfectly imperfect, however you want to look at it. Um, but again, when I say a healing journey, it's more a journey of growth, expansion, in evolving and curiosity. 
So I hope that makes sense. All right. Now let's talk about 2023 and how it's opening up for us energetically and how we can use some of this to support us as we step into a new year. Well, a new calendar year anyway, because again, as I study more about astrology, the new year actually begins in the springtime in the Northern hemisphere um, during Aries season. That is the first sign of the astrological new year, which is actually more in alignment, but for whatever reason, we go by the calendar year. So as I'm recording this, we have just moved out of 2022 and moved into 2023. Um, There was something else I was going to say, and now it's just totally left me. Okay, it'll come back. So this Friday, January 6th, which is my son's fourth angel day, we have the first full moon of 2023. It occurs at, I believe, 6.09 p.m. Eastern time, which is 3.09 Pacific time. And so I guess that's midnight in Europe, 11.09, excuse me, p.m. in the UK and in places like Australia and South Africa. I don't know. You can calculate it though, based on, based on those time zones. Now, remember the full moon signifies the completion of a moon cycle. The moon cycle begins with the new moon. It goes through the waxing and the waning phases and it culminates with the full moon every month. So a full moon is a time to look at what's ready to be completed, just like the moon cycle is completing, what's ready to be released. I love that the full moon comes right after the beginning of the new year because we're still in that that new year glow where we are reflecting on the year that has just completed. So I invite you over the next few days to spend an hour or two in quiet reflection. Look at each area of your life, things like health, family, uh, career, finances, your social life, your spiritual life, whatever areas of life are important to you, and see what's ready to be released or completed from each area of your life. Another way to do this is to get out your calendar and Google when each full moon will occur in 2023. And then each month on the full moon, choose one area of life to go deep into reflection on that area of life. What's working? What isn't working? What needs shifting? What needs to be released? This is a beautiful way to grow and expand and heal. Now, for this full moon on January 6th, oh, and this is so under the column of you cannot make this up, the first full moon of 2023 is on Greg's Angel Day. The first new moon of 2023 occurs two weeks later on January 21st, which is my birthday. Now, you cannot tell me that this is just a coincidence that the first two significant moons of this year fall on his Angel Day and my birthday. Cannot make it up. What it means, I'm still exploring and I'm open to whatever it means. I'm not going to make it mean something. I just find it very intriguing that it was set up that way. So uh, so on this full moon, first full moon of 2023, if you haven't already done it, 
as I said, take an hour or two and really do some deep reflecting on 2022. Again, things like what worked well, what didn't, what needs to shift, what needs to be expanded or explored, what's ready to be released. Again, do this for each area of your life for 2022. The full moon is a time when the moon is fully illuminated. There, the sun is shining directly and completely on the moon. Nothing is hidden. So it's an invitation for us to shine a light on our life in 2022. Be very real and honest with yourself. No one else ever needs to see or know what you write. So really look at the highs, at the at your accomplishments, your celebrations. Look at the lows, at your challenges, your lessons, where something may have been out of alignment, and then see what's ready to be released. From the challenges, from the lows, from the heartbreaks, what awarenesses, learnings, insights, and growth can you take with you going forward? And then release the rest. Give gratitude and and blessings for what it taught you, for what it brought to your life, to your soul's journey, and then release it. And when I say release it, you might be wondering, well, how do I do that? Well, there are a few ways. If you're writing this down, you can literally burn or bury or tear the paper up and flush it down the toilet. Energetically, you can give it thanks and gratitude and just imagine it floating away on a cloud. Imagine that there's a cord that connects you to whatever it is, and imagine cutting that cord, releasing it that way. I mean, there are a multitude of ways you can do this. Do whatever feels best for you, whatever feels easiest and softest for you. Don't make this harsh. Don't make this jarring to your your soul and to your human body and to your energetic system. Make it soft. So. This full moon on Friday the 6th is in the sign of Cancer. The moon will be in the zodiac sign of Cancer. Now, you probably know that the that the sign of Cancer is represented by the crab. But did you know that Cancer means crab in Latin? Fascinating, right? So think about a crab. You know, it's this little creature that crawls around. It has a hard shell on the outside, but it's soft and juicy on the inside and tender. So cancer is a water sign. So it's all about our emotions and the flow of our emotions, the flow of life, letting things flow, surrendering to what is. Cancer really seeks, it seeks comfort and nourishment and nurturing. Those are three words that I think about when I think about cancer. Cancer is ruled by the moon. So it's the mothering energy. Okay. So as you do your year-end reflecting, what can you release in order to feel those cancerian things? What can you release in order to feel more nourished, more comforted, more nurtured? Um, How can you nourish and nurture yourself more moving into 2023? Cancer is also about nesting. Again, that mothering. It's about the home. It's about introspection and intuition. It can be moody and sensitive. It can be overly emotional. It can be easily overwhelmed and needy. Those are some of the lower energies or octaves of it. But cancer really seeks security. It's empathetic and it's protective. 
Think about a mother. She's empathetic to her children's needs. She's also very protective. Now, there's something else going on cosmically that I want to touch on. We ended 2022 with Mercury going retrograde. It went retrograde on December 29th, and it stays retrograde until January 18th. Now, poor Mercury retrograde. I swear it gets such a bad rap. I see people all the time just flipping out over this. But here's the truth about it. It's a time to just slow down. Our lives are so busy, 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 go, go, go all the time, especially during the holidays, right? We're rushing to do shopping. We're rushing to cook. We're rushing to go visit this person and go to that person's house for whatever meal, whatever it is. So Mercury going retrograde is an invitation to just slow down, take a minute, take a breath, take a pause. And Mercury is currently in the sign of Capricorn. And Capricorn is about things like structure in our lives. It's the builder. It loves to master things. It doesn't just rush through them to get them done. So Mercury being in Capricorn as it goes retrograde is an invitation to slow down, pause, and look at the structures in your life. What are you building? Is it something you truly desire? How stable and secure is it? Are you building something on quicksand or are you building something solid and sturdy and secure that will last? Again, remember, cancer wants security. Mercury being retrograde during the full moon in Capricorn is asking us to really illuminate our lives to see if what we're building is secure or not. So do you see how we can blend all of these cosmic energies together and let them support us? I love it. I love the way when I start looking at all the different pieces, how they really are like a puzzle that all fits together so beautifully into a picture of our lives, our cosmic lives as a collective, and then our lives individually as a human and as a soul. So with Mercury being retrograde, as we begin 2023, It may not feel like the beginning that you often feel as a new year begins, and that's okay. Again, we're being given an opportunity to slow down, take a minute, and reflect. And let's be clear. Also, this just popped into my mind, so it must be important to remind you. Retrogrades do not mean that a planet is literally going backwards. It's It's like an optical illusion to us from our vantage point on Earth. So it looks like a planet is slowing down or going backwards, but it's really just about the speed of a planet and where it is relative to Earth that makes it appear that way. You know, it reminds me of, um, I, I went on a cruise to Alaska back in 2006. And I remember one day I was walking forward on the ship, but the ship's moving forward the water appeared to be moving backwards. So it looked like I was moving backwards or it felt like I was moving backwards, even though I was going forward. It's the same kind of an optical illusion, right? But I like to think of retrogrades like this. They are a time to relax, reflect, reevaluate, reconsider, review, reassess, release re-explore, reconsider, reintegrate, reaffirm, reconnect, and realign. That's what a retrograde is inviting us to do. 
all those rewords. And what better time to do that than during a full moon? Because everything's being illuminated. So really slow down over the next two weeks. Look at your life through the lens of structure, boundaries, learning, exploration, building. Where can you shift your perception just a bit to see things from a different perspective in a way that might shift everything for you? So take your time as you look at, you know, at this time of year, people are always looking at goals, setting intentions, all this new year, new you stuff. Take your time in doing that. There's nothing wrong with doing that, but take your time. Don't rush through it. And really look at the life path that you're on. Make sure that your goals and your intentions are in alignment with your values and with who you want to be in 2023. That will lead me in a few minutes to that number one question that I want you to ask yourself. But Mercury retrograde is also a time to really do your shadow work. Again, things are being illuminated during the full moon. And during Mercury retrograde, it's a time to do your shadow work, to do that reflection work. Reflect on your past. Again, look at things from a different vantage point, from a different perspective. Review with really deep honesty and compassion what's working and what's not working in all areas of your life. Do this over the next two weeks so that you're ready to set those goals and intentions on the new moon on January 21st. And here is the number one question to ask yourself as we begin this new year. Who do I want to be on December 31st of 2023? Who do I want to be on December 31st of 2023? Ask yourself that question and then work your way backwards from there. Use the energies of this full moon and Mercury retrograde to do the shadow work, to illuminate for each area of your life what's ready to be completed and released, what limiting beliefs, what habits, uh, what physical items or clutter, what people or relationships or situations, what distractions, what avoidance mechanisms. What's ready to be released in order for you to become who you want to be a year from now on December 31st of 2023? I'll share with you that for me that personally, I started this process over this past weekend, over New Year's weekend. I, and I have known this for a few months, but I am out of alignment in several areas of my life. And I know that I cannot keep doing some of what I did in 2022. So I'm doing this reflecting and releasing so that I can make the shifts I need to make in order to become who I want to be on December 31st of 2023. If I do that, and if I do that consistently each month, month after month, that woman will be very different from the one I was on December 31st of 2022. Is it easy? No. It's going to be painful and it's going to be uncertain at times. But here's the thing. I have a very deep trust in my higher self and my spiritual team, the angels, the archangels, my ancestors, my beautiful son in spirit. And I'm listening to the messages that I received throughout 2022. And so I will take the unknown path. And I invite you to do the same thing. All right. Um, 
I think that's all for this episode. I really wanted to share this so that you can do the reflecting during this potent time and create a really beautiful foundation. That's Capricorn. Create that foundation as we move forward into 2023. If you are listening to this on my podcast and you haven't already, be sure to go over to YouTube and I will leave a link in the show notes, but subscribe to my YouTube channel where you'll be able to watch the January card reading that I did for the Grief with Grace Facebook page. The cards and the messages for this month are beautiful. So watch it and use the messages and the questions that I posed um, that each card represents during the month of January. Putting, I will tell you too, putting things on YouTube is a stretch for me, but it's one example of what I'm doing to shift things in 2023. There is a saying that I have in my journal that I, look, I put it at the top of every page of my journal. So that every single time I open up that journal and write in it, I'm a, it's a reminder. Nothing changes if nothing changes. So think about that. Nothing changes if nothing changes. And so... Putting things on YouTube is a stretch for me, but that is one change I am making going into 2023. All right. I think that's it. Until next time, I am sending you all so much love, light, beauty, and grace. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Grief with Grace. Please be sure to like our Grief with Grace podcast Facebook page and find me on Instagram at at Lori underscore Latimer. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to podcasts so that you receive a reminder when new episodes are uploaded. And please leave a rating and review so I can continue to bring you new content and new interviews each week. If you find this podcast valuable, and I really hope you do, please be sure to share it with a woman who could use some inspiration in her life and on her journey. Until next time, I invite you to find a moment of joy today and every day.